Because it did not submerge yourself in that tub of water, Ryan, for you to deny the existence of the movie. What movie? The Avatar sequel. It doesn't exist. Ryan's like, yeah. if Nicolas Cage isn't in it, it's not real to me. Not real. <laughs> if Cage was in Avatar 2, though, I would be there opening weekend, not going to lie. Listen, I'm just going to connect mission. my ponytail to anything and I'm going to fuck it. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> I'm on a mission to get him in Paddington 3 now. So right, Ooh, he could be he could be like the new villain. I'm gonna manifest so it. That would be good. good. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be good. So fucking good. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to take over Ricky's show. That's okay. I don't care. I'm perfectly sure? fine with that. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I roll in every week. Like time to take over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready to party. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Oscar Central Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to continue on with our trend of missed Oscar opportunities, and we're going to focus on best adapted screenplay. Um, we are going to do two two round drafts, where the first of two rounds will be focused on. Uh, I still have actresses written there. <laughs> the first of two will be focused on adapted screenplays that were nominated but lost. And in the second part of the draft, we are going to focus on the adapted screenplays that were overly snubbed um, from the big picture. We have a huge panel. Uh, Kenzie is MIA this week, which is sad. But Jacob, you have returned. How are you? I am back. I am ready to do this. Are you sure you're ready to do this? Are you? Yeah, I just actually, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have like 25 ready to go. One, two, three, four, five, six, 25. All right. That's a big jump. It's how, yeah, it's how my math works. Mm. I don't blame you. Um, also returning this week that joined us last week, we have Dan. How are you? Hello. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited for you to be back. I had a blast with you last week, so... I had a blast with you all, and happy to be here now that Jacob's here too. Room. <laughs> I always finally happy to be here. <laughs> also, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, returning returning this week, Nicole. How are you? I wow, I, I was I'm sorry. I was better before that comment. The disrespect. <laughs> I'm I'm very tired, but very excited to talk about my favorite thing, which is adapted screenplays. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. I'm saying I'm very tired, but like, I'm being such a little annoying shit that like I'm tired because I went to see Billy Joel last night. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> when are you? When is it coming out? Although to be fair, I did drive three hours today, so that wasn't super fun. Ooh, I hate anything longer than like thirty minutes. I don't want to drive. Like, I, I just Same. I don't want to drive anymore. I'm too old for that. So it's I, fine. I called Dan on part of my drive. He was lovely and it talked was great. to me. There was a very fun moment though where he was like, "Yeah, I have a podcast at eight tonight," and I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing to do is like invite a bunch of people on the, on my show on this show and not tell anybody who's on the show. Like that's yeah, apparently Ryan's <laughs> the only one that was preview to who was on the show tonight. So Ryan, yeah. welcome back he to the knew show. We but were here and you. still came. And still came. Wow. Late. Still came late. <laughs> he was hoping it was going to start without him, and then wouldn't happen. He needed so an very extra sleepy. Drink. Yeah, I needed. <laughs> I needed to Ryan, like, this get is the, the first time you and I get to podcast together. Yes, I podcast with Kinsey and Jacob and Dan and Matt and Nicole and not with you. And it was on purpose. And so 
now I'm finally doing this again. And please release my family. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like my dog hey, has nothing to do with this. Nothing but family. That's the only thing that matters here. It's family. You exactly. know what I mean? So. Welcome to I did that more as Stallone more than I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're that very was very close together. Hey, you know, you got a little bit of family, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a fighter. Note to self, Ryan has a hell of a Stallone impression. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it ain't out bad at how you can hit. You know? There he goes. <laughs> Ryan doesn't do that the entire show. He's going to make all of his picks in the Stallone voice. You know, best, best adapted screenplay of uh, Rocky Five. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> joining the uh, joining the show for the first time, Matt Sinclair. How are you? Hi, I'm so so happy to be here. I, I am excited to have you. Um, just a quick uh, analyst here. I'm going to let Ryan. I have a list up of all of our names, of randomizer of of how many times you click it, and this is going to predetermine the order for the first round of the oh, no. of the draft. And I need you okay. to give me a number, Ryan. One through five. Oh, through five? Oh, I was going to give a really, like, giant number, like 752,952. <laughs> Literally, his number is four 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 four. Oh no! So. <laughs> I think we have that, but with eight. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 Those guys are lovely. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go with four. All right. So the first uh, first round will be number one is Jacob. Oh wow. Number Welcome. two is Matt. Number three is me. Four is Ryan. Five is Dan, and six is Nicole. Wow. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Well, I just uh, realized it's I just because I'm here. I didn't hate you last week, actually. I know now that, that we're on to something. Mm. <laughs> actually, wait, this, this worked really according to plan. This means I'm never coming on another podcast with Jacob's on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Give funny me or Dan, Jacob from here on out. It's pretty funny that Dan and Nicole were below Ryan after Ryan made the criticism of the two. Like, I just, that was, yeah. that's incredible. I don't know. It's the way the Lord intended it to be today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> on his day on his weekly day of rest on his day yes. yeah <laughs> all right so jake uh just a reminder you cannot select the same uh adaptive screenplay as the person that goes before you jacob you are first so hit a home run well no pressure or just an rbi single you know what hey I was going to go with something else, but since we brought up baseball references, I will go Moneyball. You fucking bitch. Ooh. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Taking, say that taking statistics into it. amongst uh, yourselves, ladies. You know. <laughs> taking statistics into a fun baseball movie. Who else could have done it? You. All right. Well, uh, he needed help. <laughs> 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 oh, I wasn't even talking about him. I didn't even think he wrote most of it. I thought he just like touched it up. <laughs> no, Zalian is the credited writer, but Sorkin touched yeah. it up. So saying Zalian needed help. Yeah, it's totally Sorkin's uh, <laughs> script, actually. It really is. <laughs> All right. Next up, St. Clair. 
All right, so my first pick is I'm going with Carol, written by Phyllis Nage. All right, so nobody, uh, wait, hold on. This is, uh, oh yeah, this is an easy one. Any chance that I get to dunk on this film is any opportunity that makes me the happiest person in the entire universe. I'm gonna, go Shawshank, I'm gonna go Shawshank Redemption because Forrest Gump is one of the worst movies that has ever been made in this entire universe. This it's is a, correct. He has got correct terrible. Yes. It is we, disgusting. It is it? awful. It is terrible. Also, not just saying that, Shawshank Redemption should have really won, but Forrest Gump is a despicable, <laughs> awful, gross film, and I hate it with a passion. So any wow. chance I get to dunk on it, I wrote a piece last week about why Jerry Maguire should have won the Oscar over Tom Hanks in his terrible Forrest Gump role here. So, yes, thank you. I'll take Shawshank Redemption. Different year, though. I don't care. I just I, I just like dunking on different, whatever. Different year. Oh, but I was writing that. Yeah, Morgan Freeman should have won. Sorry, I wrote that, too. Damn it. Confused. Well, technically, right. Tim Robbins should have won because you should have been nominated for Shawshank Redemption because Tim Robbins is amazing. Also very true. Ryan, you're up. Uh, um well i can pick anything it had to have lost it had to be nominated and had to have lost yeah well this is easy i'm gonna pick there will be blood because that movie is a, is one of the most ingenious adapted screenplays of the last 25 years in that it literally takes the ideas of a book and just does that instead of straight up adapting it and makes something wholly original, which is better adaptations than like just copy and pasting its source material and putting it on the screen. So, and Paul Thomas Anderson is a goat. So we can just move on. That's basically how I got through college was just taking the ideas of a book rather than reading it. So I agree. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Dan. I think we're going to have a conversation with uh, the dean of your college tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. This son of a bitch has been lying to all of you. I would I would open a book and I would read one paragraph and I'd be like, all right, let's expand this for a couple. Pages. Oh, so you're kind of oh, like no. the, you're kind of like the reverse of uh, Billy Crystal and when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Yes. Opening page instead of like the last page. Yep. 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 I got everything I need to right here. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this uh, Harry Potter kid seems to be really young, like an infant. You know? Seems I don't a know. lot of evil in him. Don't know. If he's I don't know change. what you're talking about. I never got to this great Gatsby. You know, like where the hell was he this entire time? You know, seems pretty mediocre if you ask me. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, finally my turn um no I, we're gonna keep my turn going and i pick no, I'm just kidding. yes dan finally I, your turn. it's okay because ryan i fully expect lots of pushback from you on this one but i think this is a oh, brilliant adaptation that actually single-handedly revitalized an entire film genre oh god and that is chicago oh nice. oh what okay why would you get <laughs> Wait, okay. why would you, why yeah, would you think I, I get pushed back from that? Back. <laughs> I love that movie. What are you talking about? Good, good. I'm glad you, I did not know you. I love musicals, movie. you son of a bitch. You How dare you <laughs> not? 
I want you to go. Uh, I want you to yes, go I on awardswatch.com right now and it's in my true, goddamn I bio. I am razzing you, McQuaid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, I know Titanic's not nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. There's no way you can get me on that one. I was like, was Avatar adapted? <laughs> no, but well, this, it this was. was. Sorta. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Sorta. Yeah. Avatar definitely was adapted. It's Dances I mean, with Wolves in Space. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. from the Disney film Pocahontas, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just realized I have a prop for mine. Okay. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I love to pull out a prop. Kicker. Kicker. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know what it's going to so, be because she pulled it off her bookshelf. <laughs> I did. So this is an instance of a film that I actually think is better than the book that it's based on. Uh, and it is Brooklyn oh. from 2015. Oh, one of my favorite screenplays ever written. Brooklyn, um, and yes. I think a huge. I love Brooklyn. I completely agree. I read that book and I was like, "This character is insufferable." I was like, "I hate <laughs> <this> so much." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I don't care that you're sad." Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> She's kind of awful. How <laughs> that that book did uh that movie yeah. just completely saved her. Yeah, without like changing it too much. It's it's a, yeah. a feat of adaptation. Yeah. All right. Uh Jacob again. Oh, I get to go again. Now it's two, usually two how the round game works. He said two. Oh, I didn't know I didn't know if we were gonna draft. I didn't know if, uh, if we were gonna re-roll. Um what are we dice? <laughs> we don't want to open roll? up those other universes. Um, <laughs> Ryan is on one. I love it. I'm here yeah, for it. That's how I always I'm am. Dan go... Nicole knows <laughs> Just like how Dan said Chicago revitalized the musicals, I'm going to go Fellowship of the Rings, which I feel revitalized yes. fantasy. It also uh, was sponsored by Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> Get your forty thousand steps every. Damn, I was minutes. really hoping we were gonna make it the whole show without talking about those stupid movies. <laughs> oh, oh God! Don't oh, stop! No. Don't be that person! No, no, no. Yeah, no. I said no. I, I will stop. I will stop no, right now. No, don't don't talk about those masterpieces. Um, <laughs> masterpiece. The only thing yes. that ever came out of those movies that were good was Second Breakfast. Like that is, I love Second <laughs> Breakfast. Okay, and outside of that, oh my God. Um, Food came uh, out of that? Is that what? (laughs) Yeah. Bad call. I know. I know. I'm in the minority. I I, I like the first. You are. Sorry, I'm a convert. So. I I also watched the first time like two years ago. So. Mm. I get it. One for return, but I think Fellowship's the better one. At least the better script. Which one is that one? Is that the second one? That's the first one. Fellowship uh, is the no, first that one. was terrible. No, that was brutal. No, the second one was great. at least a little bit better. Valero, we're going to have, <laughs> you, you know, I know you got your family right behind you there, but we're going to fight. <laughs> we're going to fight. <laughs> I've, I've, until somebody told me, I like thought the Fantastic Beast was like part of the like Lord of the Rings thing until somebody yelled at me for saying that. <laughs> oh my so, God. I don't want to know where to find. He those. also has not heard the Harry Potters. So. I've only ever seen two Harry Potter. Well, yeah, two Harry Potters. 
They're actually better. The two Harry Potters are better than the Lord of the Ring thing. So that's that's fine. All right. So move uh, along. Somebody else pick. Okay. <laughs> Wait till I say. I'm about to go back to my nap. Screenplay. No, screen. <laughs> Mr. Sinclair, you are on the clock. Yeah. So for my next pick, I decided to go a little old school, like like old old school, with a uh, brief encounter. Oh, written so by bitch. Oh, good job. Noel Coward, Anthony Havlick Allen, David Lean, and well, I saw that movie only once a while ago while it was on on the Criterion Channel, and it's even in just one viewing, it struck me ever since because it's kind of kind of like with the uh, the script for Carol, it, it very it kind of ah never mind ah sorry. No, I, was, I think going. I think so. <laughs> I mean it's I mean it's sort. I mean, it just beautifully uh, uses, uh, or beautifully etches out in in a, in a fair in a in a fair taking place, even when, if there's no sex happening. Mm-hmm. And even the even the even if it's easy to judge these characters for being unfaithful, the like, even the, the voiceover for Celia Johnson's character actually gives her some dignity, showing how she's. Like, yeah, where she's like, this isn't right, but I want to be happy. And, and, and what a performance. <laughs> what a performance. What a... Uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a very much a, a perfect blend of show, don't tell, like letting the characters' actions tell the story and voiceover narration or straight stream of consciousness. Just a pitch, pitch perfect blend, and I, but I love the movie as a whole. But the script is one reason it works so well. Man, I gotta I follow that. that. Shit, I'm, yeah, I, lo- I love that pick. That's <laughs> a great pick. Oh. I like to trade. I like to trade my pick because I don't want to follow that. So yeah, <laughs> damn you right. saying Fast and Furious too now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't bring. I pick Tokyo. It's not Drift. Fast and Furious two, Nicole. It's too fast. Too fast. fast too get it right. My only experience with this franchise is right at Universal. I don't know anything. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna mute Nicole for the rest of the show. Okay. I'm on Ryan's side now. Does anybody else look at this? It looks like Nicholas Cage is about to bite Ryan in the ear. Yeah. To chomp down on Ryan. He can take a bite. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Ah, man, there's so many good ones. In like a fresh kind of way, like. I'll let you fill in the blank there, Ackman. Okay. All right. Um, where do I want to go? I went a little co- not even go controversial. So I just like to dump on Florida Scump. Um, let's see. Here. Uh, Watch controversially takes it. I. You know what? I'm going to go if Bill Street could talk over Black Klansman. Uh, yes. Oh, good pick. Good yes. pick. So. I love. I love if Bill Street. I I love Black Klansman. I'm a big Black. But if okay. Bill Street can talk, Barry Jenkins. Yeah. Play is just. Beautiful. Yeah, and that film, every time I Wonderful. watch it, I cry like a baby, but that's a sad mm-hmm. point. But it's yeah. just an incredibly written film, and I just love it so much. So? Mm. Um, oh, it's my turn. Ryan. God, there's... um. Well, you mentioned Barry Jenkins, and just like you said in his Criterion video, there's a lot of good shit here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, a lot of good winners, too. 
uh, like in the 70s, I thought a lot of the winners are kind of spot yeah. on. So yeah, good for, they're great. Good for them to get those correct. Um, but I think I'm going to go classic. <laughs> and I think I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go 1959, and I'm going to go with Some Damn Like It, it Hot. Some Like It Hot. That's what yes. I'm going I thought you were going to uh. go two years before. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with Some Like It Hot, Billy Wilder, nice. I, a great Diamond, one of the greatest screenplays ever, one of the funniest films of all time, uh, one of the most iconic endings of all time, uh, very uh, forward in its thinking. Of course, Billy Wilder one of the goat screenwriters of all time and uh I, there's just no denying it it's on criterion um it's got you know those amazing performances but just that dialogue crackles the entire time it's so wonderful yeah uh mm-hmm. yeah gotta go with that i almost went with another one but uh <laughs> maybe you know we'll see if it gets picked <laughs> damn um ah it's so hard, and there was one that I. Was, <laughs> ha ha ha! But um, th- there was one that no one has picked it, and I'm a little shocked that no one has picked it. But I committed myself to doing one more recent and one more classic, so I'm not going to do that one. And it's hard because some of the greatest movies ever made were nominated in this category and lost. The Graduate, yeah. Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf. Who's Afraid of Her? I don't know. Rosemary's Baby. I am. Yeah. The Baby's AKA Afraid Ryan. of Her. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Devil. I think the Baby would be the one person who wouldn't be afraid of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I. Ooh, Rosemary's gonna... Baby versus Virginia Wolf. Like, as, as <laughs> character. Is that what you're implying, Jacob? Because that would is be. Is Rosemary part of it? Or uh, you know is it just the baby? <laughs> no, it's any... the baby versus Virginia Wolf. <laughs> okay. Like, straight up. Honestly, if anyone could take down Rosemary's Baby, <laughs> Martha from Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf would be the mm. one to do it. I, I'm t- I would I would pay money to see that price. I right? would, yeah. yeah. Um, But I got to go with one of my my all-time absolute favorite movies and a screenplay that I quote on the regular, um, one of the best comedies ever, and also a really solid mystery, The Thin Man. Ooh. Oh, that's I... a good pick. <sighs> thought he was going to go, The Grapes of Wrath. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Grapes of Wrath like, is great. Oh, that is a funny no, movie. No. <laughs> it's no The Thin Man, please. Yeah, um, I get yeah, I just, you know, Nikki, serve the guests, serve the nuts, or will you serve the guests <laughs> the nuts? Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a, a, I, I love that screenplay so much. So many mm. bon mots. All right. It's finally my turn. Um, and nope, we're going last... right back to Jacob. Jacob, next round. Let's go. Oh, I got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what Nicole's going to pick now. I muted her. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Just for that, I get to cheat. I'm going to give two shout outs to the I'm not picking. That's right. Um, That's right. One is. Wait. (laughs) I will just keep unmuting myself, Ricky Valera. All right. All right. I'll stop. I'll stop. Hands Um, up. Hands up. Hands hands up. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, 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 One. (laughs) 
somebody has to say it, uh, I want to give a shout out to Rear Window, one of the best screenplays of all time. Yes. Um, yes. I also want yeah. to give a shout out to a screenplay that did the impossible um, based on the how suck, sucky the book is, um, which is last year's Dune. Uh, oh God, yes. <laughs> they they made that engaging, and that's it. was it miracle. engaging though? Yes, Ricky, it was. We're not, we're not doing Ricky that. Ricky Valero, I want to bring the rest of my sister down to you again now. Listen, if, you want to if you're it worse than I am on this show, we've got problems. <laughs> all right. Listen, I have to go with my favorite screenplay of all time. Which is funny because I actually really love the screenplay that it lost to, and I actually kind of support the screenplay that won winning, but also I have the prop for it, so I feel like I should use it. Um, which is, of course, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Uh, oh. In my opinion, the best adaptation of a novel ever made um, in terms of reinventing source material while still staying true to it. Mm. Yep. Beautiful screenplay. Can I give a very a... good choice? Yeah, that's a, that's a very accurate. Nicole Ackman choice, and I. I, 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 was, was, I thought she. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> which I you did was, last time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I was like, wow, she's, she's like, like didn't care about history <laughs> or or all that. Well, she's have, just like, I'm picking whole, what I love. I have the whole Sarah Sharon and bookshelf up here. Yeah, that's so. true. She actually lives up on the <laughs> shelf. It's like an elf on the shelf situation. Got, can I say one just yeah, real quick? Yeah, around the table, out. just say, say yeah, a couple sure. of them. Yeah. Oh, are you not going to mute everyone? Yeah, well, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. mm. um, is there's one that I, I didn't get to pick, or there's a couple I didn't get to pick, which is like uh, High Noon or Double Indemnity, uh, 12 Angry Men, yep. which are fantastic. 12 but, Angry um, Men. Oh. But, but for me, a more modern one. 1999 the insider from michael mann oh that's a good that one. screenplay is extraordinary yeah. and yeah. one that you know just doesn't get enough credit that movie is a masterpiece my favorite film of that rich year so just uh just wanted to put those out there i, I am shocked uh, no one said lincoln why oh i am too because uh, it's that... not a good movie it's a good movie, but Tony Kushner, the goat, gave a fantastic screenplay. And does he have like scruff? The like, screenplay that he lost his... to. I'm sorry. Kenzie's oh. honor the, the man, Dan. Kenzie's in the Kenzie's in the chat. She says, "Question for the group: Is Mother an adapted screenplay?" Yes. <laughs> well, Rachel Weisz, it might be. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. no. laughs> So, hi to Kenzie and Daisy. Hi, Kenzie. Hi, Kenzie. I almost, hi, I almost, hi, Kenzie I, look, and Daisy. This is, just, this is how much I love Jacob. I almost wanted so badly to dunk on the most recent screenplay, but I left it alone because it is a lifetime movie. But oh. I, I decided to leave that out of the equation. And I could have said The Lost Daughter, which was better. Oh, screenplay. that's fine. I could have said yeah. The Power of the Dog. I could have said Dune. I could have said Drive My Car. I could have listened oh, to Oh, Drive My Car. I could have listed about a good one. hundred screenplays that um, in that lifetime movie. Speaking of speaking of comedy, there's a hundred screenplays in the room. Doctor Strangelove <laughs> is a really good one. Which one, Jacob? Doctor Doctor Strangelove. Oh yeah, so we talk about yes. like, this movie is about yes. yeah. one of the uh, best. I almost said Logan too, yeah. but that's beside the point. <laughs> that's actually a really good screenplay. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, I almost said Clockwork Orange else? too. I like that one. I love Young Frank Frankenstein. Too, was a 
just talking about more comedies, Young Frankenstein was up there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is everybody right. good? We're going to move to part two of the draft. I Let's so. do it. All right. Sure. Mr. St. Clair, I need you to give me number one through five. Time to randomize these again. Okay. Uh, two. Two, no. All right, the list is as follows. Jacob, Nicole, Mr. St. Clair, Dan, me, then Ryan. Son of a bitch. Oh. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> just... oh, no. Jacob went, Jacob went yeah. first twice. What the hell's going yeah. on? Uh, I'm just, just going to say... Jacob first, the, it first the fe- only female was on here, and then the Mexicans last. I'm just saying, this is a really <laughs> sketchy shop. I'm just, oh I don't know and what's me. going on around here. I about going I to the girl last, but I didn't. I am not. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's doing the same drive and does not condone the yeah, race. Yeah, how, how does this work? Straight white male end up first both times. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's Hollywood <laughs> for you. Uh, <laughs> That's business, baby. Truth. <laughs> From the makers of Coda comes this draft order. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I love you. You know, you know, I love you. You can pick. Go ahead. You got it. Right now. Let's go. You got it. It's all right. Go on. Pick your movie. Let's go. Let's do it. So. Oh, my God. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Green Knight. Ooh. Awesome choice. I, I wondered. I think <laughs> it's a yeah. I think that's such a Sponsor. hard thing to adapt. Mm. And I do think I can't remember who said it earlier, but they adapted it, but they also like gave it their own twist. They basically took the idea of what the Green Knight and story was, and he said, "Okay, but this is how, like, I'm going to interpret it," which I think is how you should adapt. Um, adapt something make it something new at the same time while keeping it genuine to the material I don't fact that check that me on this but choice. i think it was me that said it i didn't but don't fact check me on i did not say that <laughs> but i'll take i will i will say jacob you are correct i mean the it was a, it felt like a really hard adaptation case in point um Dev patel towards the end of the film in terms of being hard um oh uh, mcquade there you go i say something about that movie but i'm not i'm already in deep water so i'm not you better not that was my favorite movie last year you better not you better you better you are already walking on thin ice i know remember after i saw that movie when i was like Jacob, I don't get it. <laughs> I think oh, I was at work like an and hour explaining it. To me. <laughs> now it's your favorite movie of all time. Thank you, Nicole. All right. <laughs> so, she did have such a running. She's so also picking the Green Knight too. Yeah, no, but I am picking a movie from last year oh. that I think is a really excellent um, adaptation of a nonfiction book, which I think can be very hard to do without making it dry. 
No, Ricky, only you would say. You mean the Hazaguchi? (laughs) But it is the father, son, superior Adam Driver, Ridley Scott. Oh, I know where you're going. Oh, Uh, I read the book that it's based on, which is quite interesting. But the way that they turned that into the three-part story, I think, is really fascinating. I think there's some really powerful stuff in there, and I think they did an excellent job of making it feel. Um, sort of relevant to today without beating us over the head with the fact that it's relevant to today. There's no like girl bossiness in it, which I think is really admirable. Um, But I just think that the way that they structured it is so smart. I really admire the fact that they knew to bring a female uh, writer onto it because I think that that made it eons better than it would have been. And I cannot believe that I am here yeah. Hyping the praises of a Matt Damon screenplay. You do not know how much it is taking for her to say that this like, Matt Damon should really have won an Oscar. Me. Well, but well, look, well. I... We've all come full circle now. Yeah, but look, I I can admit when he does a good thing yeah. because it doesn't happen that often for me to have to admit it. Um, and mm. I think the last rule is one of the best out of Stillwater's uh, a master history books of all time. Stillwater. Right. Mostly everybody mm. forgot that's a movie. Yeah, I even think Tom right. McCarthy was like, I made that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, He's that like, was a really... thing, wasn't it? I agree with you, Nicole. That was my favorite screenplay last year just because I think it was the biggest gamble anyone mm-hmm. has taken yep. in quite some yep. time. And the fact that, like, nobody thought that that was going to be good, you know, kind of like what you were saying there. Like, everyone was like, oh, God, they're tackling this subject matter. That's just awful and then it yeah. works and it it really does works it really it works on every level and the fact that like it it wasn't more widely uh, you know acclaimed or or awarded last year was that was sort of upsetting because like yeah it's it i mean it's we can why all... i will never shut up about that movie <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those where you're just like what would you take out of the lineup and put it in for? And it's like, oh, the winner. Okay. Anyway, so come on. I look, look. If you have not seen the movie that Coda is based off of, you do not get to no, say no, I, no. I, I agree. It is. It is. A it's. Feat. Yeah. It's like wow. We really we've elevated a pile of shit. Yeah. Um, which I'm not saying Coda is a pile of shit. I'm saying that like the the original. It was. Yeah. yeah. La, La Famille Bellier is. Yeah, but um, yeah. but no, it's it's also just proves that. Ridley Scott can only make a good movie nowadays with a good screenplay. A good screenplay. Yes. Case in yeah. point. House Pretty much. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Gucci. Gucci. Well, I mean, he made The Martian. Uh, you, it is the chocolate. The Martian is to... super entertaining. Come on. No, yeah. I, love, yeah. I love The Martian, but I think the screenplay, that's like one of the few times as me, a non-reader, is like, wow. Exodus, Gods and Kings, like, we all know, love that really one. really just said, I don't know how to read. The book is like far <laughs> superior. <laughs> well, like German, Nick Miller quote when he's like, I don't think I know how to read. I've just memorized a lot of words. All right, <laughs> I, I think that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I actually read to Jacob as a side job. It's, it's uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he can you decide how, adapt the screenplay. That's the only you way. You know how Leah Michelle can't read? Neither can yeah. you. <laughs> 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 Guys, Kenzie, do was, not, Kenzie do did not say I can admit, I can't admit when Matt Damon does a good thing. That is, Kenzie hates Matt Damon about as much as Nicole does. So. Matt Damon, yeah. which is impressive. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. All right, Matt, you're on the clock. Okay, so I, I'm going to go a little recent with my first pick, which is oh. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. <gasps> my favorite. 
Which <laughs> proves that... for the Dan reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. <laughs> Ma- which proves that magazine articles can indeed make good film adaptations. Because even though, I think it sort of reinvigorates the real person story formula by not making so much as a biopic on Mr. Rogers, but more making a movie that's more of an ode to his ethos on you know, choose kindness and the message of it's okay to seek help sometimes. So, and, and I love that. I like how it wasn't just, an, even though Tom Hanks has top billing and his name is, his, his, he's on the, his, he's on the, the poster. It's not like a bi, a, a biopic on Mr. Rogers. Like if anyone wants to see a good depiction of his life, I would say, watch Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary. So I, I, I like how I like how uh, Meryl Keller and Co actually did something different with the real person story for one. So it's not just it's not like a filmed Wikipedia page or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The the brilliance of that screenplay structuring itself like an episode of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood it cannot be understated. Chef's kiss. Exactly. Yeah. Add production design. Uh, Ryan, you, you do not, I saw that at the premiere at uh, TIFF and did not really know a thing about it. And then the way it started, I was, I was a toddler again. Mm-hmm. It was it like, talked about for a while. It it really was. It became my <laughs> personality for like a, the whole rest of that year. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Oh, good choice, Matt. Good choice. Thank you. I don't want to follow it. <laughs> but I will. Um, by talking about another one of my like nostalgic thing. Um, I remember reading The Perks of Being a Wallflower when I was in high school. And it... I think like it did to so many other people, particularly at that time, but even more in years since, um, Mm -hmm. it really spoke to me, not in any sort of specific way, but in a more universal way about what it feels like in the most confusing time of any person's life. And when I heard that they were making a movie about it, out of it, I was like, how, how, it's an epistolary novel. Every time that someone has tried to do this, it's been not very good. Um, but they, I think dangerous this liaisons. is, uh, except dangerous liaisons, it's like <laughs> one time. Um, and like the, the fact, I think it comes down to a direct, uh, an author adapting his own work. Um, he knew exactly what to do to, make this story work on screen. And then of course he was also the director. So he cast it perfectly and filmed it beautifully, but really thinking about it as telling the story in a different medium. And I think that's so important. And it is one of my favorite movies. It so captures the feeling of adolescence in a way that very few films achieve, even though so many try to. I'm going to jump in here real quick, just because it should be known that Dan and I actually had a conversation about who was going to say this film. Um, (laughs) That book, like, ripped me apart and pieced me back together. 
And then the movie came along and ripped me apart again and pieced me back together into the person that I am today. Um, and I think that it's, it, the way that it captures the tone and the feel of the book is something that few adaptations I think ever actually achieve. Um, and it like the way that it also knows which lines to keep from the book and which ones to let go of, I think is actually brilliant because too many authors I don't think would be able to, you know, sort of kill their darlings and let go of some of that stuff. But I think about that film all the time. And I discovered last year that I cry as hard watching it now at 27 as I did at 17. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, pretty it, much right. It just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great choice. Thank you. Oh, it's my turn. All right, so I'm going to pick a movie. It's literally one of my all-time favorite movies. It's, um, I just love the story. I love the script. I love literally, I don't know. I just love everything about this movie. I think it's, I wish this man would make more movies, um, 1000%. And that is Tom Ford's Nocturnal Animals. Um, it is one of my all time, it's not the, it's one of the hardest things to watch. It's not a, something that I can watch uh, four or five times a year because of, it's a very difficult watch just to digest the entire story. But um, the novel is, it's a, the novel's very good, but for him to adapt it and the way he presented it, I just, I wish Tom Ford would write more movies, honestly, though. It, yeah. it's an stop making movie. suits. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, I love Nocturnal Animals. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. And yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go throw up. <laughs> uh, I hate that movie. I hate it so much. I'm so sorry. I sat through that movie and was really looking forward to it and just spent the whole time going love it so much no oh, no so, what the so fuck incredible. oh I, I think we can all agree though a single man is fantastic though. single man oh, definitely yeah so good what a what a god <sighs> what what a performance yeah. and what a movie oh my god so good anyway Ryan, your turn is it mine everybody yes. everybody's gone already huh yes well, i'm gonna keep with the theme because I picked a movie to start off my picks from 2007. And I'm going to pick a film that should have been nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay in 2007. I'm going to pick Zodiac. Yep. Um, oh, good one. Yep. Which is, to me, one of those screenplays and one of those films, too, that has just aged so wonderfully. And, you know, you talk about, you know, David Fincher and his movies and this screenplay, even though you didn't write it. Fincher behind the scenes is always a guy that takes his writer's screenplays and injects a lot of what he finds interesting of the time. And I think it's a really interesting screenplay because now it is like the template for every single goddamn murder mystery podcast, television show, <laughs> hell, even Mindhunter to begin with is, 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 is yeah. all based off of this, but it's all done at the, the hands of the screenplay that, that weaves in this story that we all know has no definitive answer and no actual definitive person who is our villain and yet we are gripped for a literal three hour long movie at the edge of our seat and we're led by the screenplay that tends to then give i think it's three actors in gyllenhaal mark ruffalo and robert downey jr the best performances of their careers still to this day so it's uh, one of the screenplays that 
I don't understand why in the hell this thing was not widely cons- you know considered for a ton of awards. 2007 is one of those years for I think all of us where uh, like even for generations a little bit you know before us 1999 was that and then you know in the 70s as well there were years too where it was so stacked for so many you know of those nominees that something had to go and the fact that this movie has a goose egg is quite shocking and uh yeah i i love the screenplay so zodiac is my pick that's a great choice so eloquently you were talking so eloquently and i'm just sitting here looking at the way that it looks like nicholas cage is about to bite you (laughs) (laughs) i i have to i have to like reiterate what ryan said was they made a movie about (laughs) something you go into the movie knowing that you're not going to know anything at the end of the movie like you're you go throughout the movie knowing oh this is all like theoretical we don't know the answer and you're still just as captivated i think that's like incredible to do yeah so i just wanted to rub this in nicole's face again i like was about to eat you yeah it looks like i'm about to eat myself what a snack <laughs> i am <man. laughs> that's hey you watch your mouth. That's Academy Award winner, Sir, Sir. Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Otherwise known as Bestie Kenny. Uh- <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Kenny, you mean? Kenny B. Daddy Branagh? <laughs> <laughs> I always told him not to call him that anymore. <laughs> there you go. That, no, no, Ryan, oh, Ryan we're doing adapted screenplay. What? <laughs> That's original. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Motherfucking it's movie so should funny. have everything. It's not on my screen. Until Technically, like it's from life. Event. I, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I, okay. I just live in this scene all the time. So. So, no one's eating me in this scene. Right, so. Yeah, they're too busy. Oh well, they're eating yeah, well, well, mm, mm, All right. <laughs> um, Moving on. So I mentioned Dr. Strangelove, and I think that, that's one of the best like political satire movies probably oh ever. And I think the best since that um, oh. came a couple of years ago in The Death of Stalin. Oh. Yes. I was so and hoping I, you were going to say In the Loop, and you went with the... I was so hoping you were going to say but in the loop has, But In the Loop was nominated. That's I, why know. I, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Which and, is a far uh, superior film, but anyway. Yeah, I nope. love the death of Stalin. I I remember in all my history classes after I saw it, I was like telling everyone to watch it. At the first um, twenty minutes, that they, movie is it's, it's so hilarious. I, uh, I love it. Just Jason Isaacs in that. That was like the return of Jason Isaacs for me. Daddy Jason Isaacs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> God, I I think it did it did the same thing that Doctor Strangelove did in my eyes, where it kind of towed the line between like like you could be laughing out loud at one point, and then the next time, like literally the next second, you could be like fearing. And um, I think that that was a perfect blend. Uh, and I I might watch that one tonight. I love that. I love that so much. I love that movie so much that the year it came out, I bought the Blu-ray of it for several of my friends for Christmas. <laughs> It's like, so good. <laughs> Where was my Blu-ray, Nicole? You'd already seen it. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, I'm gonna um 
No, not that this one. Is my... <laughs> this, is, this is the moment of one of the best, uh, you know, adapted screenplay lines of all time. Now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sand is coarse in it. Isn't that adapted everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. So that'd be two Dune adaptions. Yep, there we go. Um, everywhere. So I am going to give... Um, two quick shout outs the first of which is to say particularly because brian had his photo up um a shout out to my main man kenneth brana because he is the king of uh adapting like classic works um his much yeah, do about I'm, nothing I'm is surprised. in my opinion the shut up in my <laughs> opinion his much do about nothing is the best shakespeare adaptation ever made in terms of talking about like non-modern shakespeare um but you. also his mary shillings Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is funny enough the most book accurate adaptation of Frankenstein ever made. That is true. Which you might not expect when you watch it. Um, I also want to give a I mean, quick shout Nicole, out. we all know why you really love that movie and don't pretend <laughs> otherwise. I really love young <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter just like Kenneth Branagh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you love Kenneth Branagh's naked torso, just like you and Helena Barnum Carter. Also, his hair in that. <laughs> wow. um, I need to not think about that on air. Um, in any case, I also want to give a quick shout out um, to You've Got Mail. Great, great freaking screenplay. But I do. I promised Dan I would do this. I do but- have mail. You do. Okay. Go check oh, your email. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> but I promised Dan that I would do this one because it is one of the most underrated screenplays of all time. Um, and it is based on a newspaper article and the fact that they managed to tease this film out of it is frankly incredible. It is the superior crime film of 2013. You heard that here, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and it is The Bling Ring. Uh, it Good choice. Masterpiece. Oh, that's right. I forgot. People. I would give it an oh, Oscar God. simply for the line, I want to rob. Uh, <laughs> that movie is a masterpiece. That movie is a masterpiece. It I could run a country my... for one day, for all I know. <laughs> um, whenever we did our Next Best Picture retrospective, I think that one adapted screenplay and best supporting actress for me. Um, <laughs> it is a truly great film. It's so iconic. And the way, but the way that it actually deals with the morality of what it's portraying, I think is really interesting because it walks a very interesting line between absolving these kids of what they're doing and laying the blame entirely at their feet. Um, And I think that it's a really interesting look at like capitalism and Hollywood underneath a very fun sort of frothy film. So I think it's, it's very masterful and it never got its due because of sexism. <laughs> mm, that old Amen. chestnut. That old chestnut. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I had I had to pull the sexism card at some point. <laughs> the girl on this podcast. Sexism. <laughs> uh, that's your one use. It's like a phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like the next use booted. Like Anakin. Or muted. Yeah, I gotta change this. <laughs> yeah. Just swivel over to the other side. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> We we can deal with this. <laughs> Pie man. And... Dan, it's your turn. Oh, oh that was my turn. Oh, yeah, it's Matt's. Oh, it's Matt's turn. Oh, it's Matt's yeah, turn. guys, it's Matt's turn. Yeah, I said it was Matt's turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. I have a thought. All right, so he's gonna go. Yum. With. 
Nicole, how are we supposed to do anything with that as your background? Oh, if we're doing that. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if we're doing that. No. Uh, y'all don't want to know what's about to happen. Keep going, Matt. Ryan's opening the <laughs> okay. open folder. Okay. Ryan, so... Nothing that'll get us taken off YouTube. <laughs> if it was in a movie, does it? Oh, hi. Okay. Uh, hi, Adam Driver. Um, <laughs> hello, Adam Driver. <laughs> okay. So I was a little torn. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> the way I knew what that was before I even saw the whole thing. Wait, is that being John Malkovich? No. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you think that that's yeah. being John Malkovich. Oh, oh, no. It's Ryan. Cherry. Yeah. I can't. Uh, what cherry? Uh, Tom Holland. Which, which Cherry is that? Oh, you know what it is. <laughs> okay, can I, get, can I get to my pick? Can I get to my pick? Yes, you please, by please. all means, take okay. off of that. <laughs> okay, my second pick is Mean Girls by Tina Fey. Oh, fantastic Ooh. pick! Which is arguably stood the test of time more than those that actually were nominated that year. Even even this even the script for Sideways, which is a script that I love, but Mean Girls it's a classic. It's a film that I what. Ryan. No, keep going. Keep it's, going it's, it's a classic. It's a movie that I that we all still well, I was probably still quote endlessly. Like I every other day I saw I still quote the I'm kinda psychic. I have a fifth sense line from Karen Smith. <laughs> and also I think the genius is that I mean, Tina Fey characterizes these character she creates these characters so all they even even the Amy Poehler character, Amy Poehler role feels like a full-fledged character, someone who clear, someone clearly trying to recapture her younger years by trying to be the, be Regina's cool mom, you know? Yeah, I agree. And it also, be, it also even, even captures how high school is like, kind of is like a jungle where, so by, Whereas like survival of the fittest and those at the top of the food chain try like the plastics play on play on the week. I and the and fact that that she was adapting a book like a sociological study like there was no story. Yeah, it, it, that's it's really it, it and like which is why I think it ultimately didn't get nominated was because everyone just thought it was an original screenplay, but. Uh. Oh, and she adapted the concepts of that book into an original story, and it's incredible work. That's an amazing choice, Matt. Thank you. And even even Regina George feels like a. And I like how she didn't like completely. I mean, she even showed Regina George, or she kind of humanized Regina George, like the scene where she gets kicked out of the plastic table, and is like, the way she says. Sweatpants are all that fits me right now. Shows that even even villainous queen bees can get their feelings hurt. Yeah, it's like, why am I feeling sorry for this bitch right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's also due to Rachel Adams, who should have gotten an Oscar nomination, by the way. Seriously. <laughs> all right. 
Um. Okay. <laughs> for Kinsey, she's I, not here. <laughs> and also for Nicole. I'm so glad I don't have to think anymore. <laughs> I would not be able to. God, what a what a man. Oh. I okay. A man, what a man, what a man. But um, <laughs> very funny. I, I, I am again in the in enviable position of following a perfect choice from Matt. Um, I, I do want to shout out um, because Nicole had given a shout out to You've Got Mail. Also, want to shout out to the shop around the corner, which is the original, but yes. it was based off the play and set just the standard. It's a fantastic romantic comedy. One of the Ryan, stop it. Ryan. Um, also. <laughs> also have to give a huge shout out to uh the best shakespeare adaptation that isn't doing shakespearean language 10 things i hate about you oh um oh okay and but for my actual pick and this is because i do want to do like one more modern and one more classic um I had a, it was a really tough choice between two and i know that no one is going to pick either one of these um I I would I almost wanted to pick the innocence because the turn of the screw Ooh. is an unadaptable story and they actually did a really good job with it. But the one that I am picking is it's one of the greatest films ever made, the best screwball comedy ever. Um, His Girl Friday. Oh, I didn't know that was adapted. Yeah, it's adapted oh, from a play. One. It is adapted from a play called The Front Page, which is about a bunch of newsroom guys. And he decided the the screenwriters wanted to make one of the newspapermen a woman instead of a man. And it completely elevated that that play to one of the all-time great screwball comedies. And the play is good. It's fine. But they made it funny and hilarious and a comment on sexism in the workplace. And it's I love Rosalind Russell and Carrie Grant, you just will not find a better duo in any movie before or since. It's a flawless film. Flawless. All right. Oh God. I don't really know what to pick. Um, shout out to, uh, you know what? I'm going to shout out to, no. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Miss Flynn for adapting Gone Girl and Widows, two incredible screenplays. Let's check, mm. shout those out real quick. I'm going to go. Flynn. I'm going to go more. Re- I'm going to go this past year in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, a screenplay that I love, one of my favorite films of last year, and that's The Tragedy oh, no. of Macbeth. Okay. Um, okay. Incredible film. I love the screen. Thought he was going House of Gucci. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh no! But um, yes, yeah, so that's that's what I'm going to go with. Good choice. Great one. Okay. Not with, bad. But I was like, mm, I went Gone Girl last week. Can't go Gone Girl again. Mm. So, oh, you, shout could, out you to, make it your thing. Sh- shout out to <laughs> Steve Jobs too. Incredible screenplay there too. Yeah, very Steve good. Steve Jobs. Oh. Brian. Um so I could I could go more classic. Um, but I, I don't want to because <laughs> I make up my own fucking rules. And um I'm not really going too modern. It's 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 film from the nineties. 
Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Malcolm X. Nice. Because I think yeah. that the number one subgenre, genre, however you want to describe it, in film that is absolutely insufferable is the biopic. And done poorly can be just a terrible experience at the theater. And I think that what's missing from a lot of biopics is an epic scope. And what Malcolm X, much like films like Lawrence of Arabia and, um, and Amadeus, what it has is this grand life being put on display and the reason for such a long runtime. And um, what are we doing here? Um, oh, what the? That's a no for me, dog. Uh, so, <laughs> this is what's like American. Like, uh, what like just a, you barely can see like Jacob. That's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> what just... He like blends in with the. Background. That's really crazy. I really don't want to make jokes right now because I'm talking about Malcolm X and uh, don't want to go to hell. Um, but no, the, the fact is, is that this movie is uh, written and directed by one of my favorite directors in Spike Lee. And it took him such, uh, it took such a, an amazing amount of feat for him to get this made that he had to basically go door to door to get this financed. He had to beg people to get, and it was a, it, his pitch was, I am going to make this movie. Your investment is in the movie, but I will not get you your return on investment. This movie might not make a lot of money. He went to like Michael Jordan. He went to Oprah. He went to all these people because the studio would not give him the money to finish this project. And this is the closest thing he's ever had to a grand scale of a budget. And I think he nailed it. I think it gives Denzel Washington's greatest performance in it. He tells a full life of a historical figure, mind you, that is very misunderstood within historical textbooks and not as radical or as terrible or as uh as you know as over the top uh as people think he is because there's a real human behind it i think of the stuff with like him and angela bassett being some of just the the best scenes that you could have in a biopic so yes it's long and yes but it's so moving and it's powerful and it's it's just a powder keg of a screenplay and spike can be a guy that can go all over the place and be one of the most original writers that we have and for him to take this biopic and and elevate it in and make what i think is his best movie um is and that's saying something when you have do the right thing in your catalog bold yeah. statement I, and mm -hmm. and this is like the follow-up to that movie too yeah. so it's i it's, love malcolm x i think that's a great, it's a great also, movie i love that you reference lawrence of arabia because i also think that's an incredible adaptation because it's just based off of like the papers of yeah T.E. Uh, e. Lawrence, which is incredible. Also, I would like to point out, though, to anyone watching this, that if it looked like Dan or I was giggling during that, we weren't laughing at Malcolm X. We were laughing at the way. No, they were totally realized... Mal laughing at Malcolm no, X. No, it and... was the way that I realized I was sitting in a way that lined up Baby Yoda's ears with my head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then she texted me to specifically <laughs> pointed it out. So uh, like, when I clicked the button, uh, when I clicked the button, I didn't. I thought it was just gonna give me like a view of it, and like Ryan's in the middle of a series, so like I didn't expect it to change to the actual thing. Like I thought it was just gonna go like give me this pre. We're just really insensitive bunch around here. And that's I really love that Ryan's giving this beautiful talk about uh, Mexico, and I'm like, I'm fucking with the layout. Nicole's got yeah. We're just all looking like. 
rejects from American Idol. And I'm like, yeah, so Malcolm X is very important historical document, uh, you know. See what this one looks like. Oh, look at that. Why does Jacob disappear? Why is Pat the only Why does Jacob look like the hollow man? Jacob is a ghost, I'm telling y'all. Right, Wait, no. Ricky, Ryan's you in the back. Change our seat. Change our place. This, this is where I sit in the classroom. classroom. I won't lie. And this is also exactly where <laughs> I was. Guys, you guys want to talk about Malcolm X? No. Uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been pretty racist. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Again, it's like the sexism card. I get to pull it out at least once. <laughs> At least now you can give us a lecture on Malcolm X. I love this. Oh, oh. this is oh, my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, okay, now, Jacob, now I look feeling. Like, yeah, <laughs> now actually, this is actually perfect. his ghostly like figure works perfectly with there. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> this is perfect. This is, this is how, how we do should do the way Matt, the way Matt is right <laughs> now. Matt's kind of perfect for the picture. He's kind of like yeah. his hand right there, and it was like <laughs> I want to do every single episode mm. like this. There we go. Every episode, like I agree. We forward. should. Like this. Hey, look, Eric's here. Oh my god! The oh jar, my the, god! The skull. Oh my god! Oh, shout, shout out to Eric Anderson. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm telling him you said that, Ryan. It's all right. He's <laughs> clipping it. He does not right. care. We, it's all right. <laughs> he knows that they always come. Wow. So. All right, all right. That was fun. I gladly, or gladly, I was glad to have all of you on here. Whatever. He said, "I gladly am kicking you all out." I'm gladly ending this shit now. (laughs) No, I love all you guys. No, it was a great show. Um, Before we go, uh, let's give some plugs. Uh, Mr. St. Clair, you first. Where can people find you on Twitter and all that other good stuff? MySpace, Uh, LinkedIn. So you can credit card number. Four digit uh, Social security. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite pet? Your mom's maiden name. <laughs> street, street, you, street you grew up on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna check all the boxes just to. I need your the street you grew up on and your first pet's name. <laughs> oh, so you, you can find time. me on. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at filmguy619. And you can also, I'm also a contributor on the film experience and awards watch. And you can also find my writing on places like Little White Lies, Roger Reber, Digital Spy. And I also have my own, my own newsletter, Cinematic Words of a, my own subject, Substack newsletter, Cinematic Words of a Chaotic Gemini. Where you can see my musing, my musings on both on the cinematic and occasional TV world. Then, yeah, check out. Feel feel free to subscribe. Um, I just want to say that I thought turning my light on would help, but now it just looks like a fire orb is above me. <laughs> hey, can we complain? About, no, we're gonna complain like, about your. Look like you're from a music video from the 1980s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're kind of helping my Jacob as a ghost theory. So thank you. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Man. Dead. He's been dead for years. <laughs> He's the ghost with the most, apparently. Dan, Dan, Dan. Yes, Nicole, I said host. it. <laughs> I, 
Meanwhile, you can find me on Twitter where I'm very much alive at Dance and Dan on Film. And you can find Dance and Dan. There's Dance and Dan. Dance and Dan. Dance and Dan. Dan, 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 it feels like we're in the haunted mansion. <laughs> and you can also find my writing at Next Best Picture. Uh, Ryan. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you can find my work. Oh, first of all, you can follow me on Facebook or not Facebook. <laughs> Fuck Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, I was Fuck literally Facebook. almost about to do the 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 end ending of my usual show over at in session film. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Ryan McQuaid 77. You can find my work over at Awards Watch, where I'm the executive editor. You can find my other work over at In Session Film, where I'm the managing editor. You can find my other work over at FilmSpeak. I do podcasts over at In Session Film, uh, Extra Film with Jay Ledbetter. We are starting a new movie series this coming week over the films of Ridley Scott. Um, and uh, the first episode will be uh, Alien, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, you can also catch my new podcast with Mitchell Beaupre, Acting Out, where we are talking about the filmographies of actors and breaking them down 10 to 15 uh, films per actor, and we have started that series with Tom Hanks, and uh, some other good stuff that you'll probably see within the next couple of 24 to 48 hours that I will just tease, but I will not say what it is. But that announcement will be tomorrow on Twitter. But other than that, thank you so much, Ricky, for having me on uh, Ghost Dead Jacob. Um, and it's also wonderful to talk with Matt, who's a great friend that I haven't talked to in a long time. Dan and Nicole, who I talked to probably way too much uh, and I probably bug. And so it's just nice. I miss Kinsey. Hope her uh, night is going well. And I uh, can't wait to do this again down the road. Yeah. Nicole. Hi. First of all, Ryan, I want to say I really love how you said Twitter. Twitter. Um, so <laughs> Twitter UK. Yeah. For the Twitter UK. <laughs> What's all my UK fans out there? What's up? Twitter, Twitter. UK. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Um, I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Nicole Ackman16. I've got link trees and all of... Okay. Where am I? Yeah, I actually got popped out. Link this trees. Is, this is chaos going on right I'm now. Complete so chaos. Um, where you can find my stuff. I have two announcements coming this week, so do be checking my socials for those. Sorry to tease that. Um but do keep an eye out for those. Um, and also please follow me on Letterboxd. I really want to be a Letterboxd influencer because I'm so confused by how those are a thing that I want to crack the code. Uh <laughs> Wait, that's a thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The hell? It is. Maybe it is. And Maybe also, it isn't. Maybe it's a new <laughs> You know, follow me on a... Maybe it's Maybelline. Hey, it's Maybelline. <laughs> All right. Is that it? All right. So everybody, I am teasing yeah. nothing. I have nothing to tease. Um, Good. We're running along. Head <laughs> <laughs> on over to Twitter. Follow Jacob <laughs> at TBerry57. Follow myself at Regular underscore. Make sure to check out the OscarCentral.com. 
And we will be doing this next week on a category TBD, depending on who shows up. We did this category because Kenzie would not oh. want to actress or actor or i don't remember i think we were doing act no uh actor we she didn't want to miss actor mm-hmm. i don't remember what it is yeah you told me actor yes oh excuse me all right <laughs> we did actress <laughs> like, last like, week i apologize like people are getting no, uh, a little feisty in here they come on the show a couple times and they just take on over look, look i'm just ready to haunt something right now you're haunting the end of this episode. But, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. Ricky's going to make me cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry oh. on air again. <laughs> on that note, um, we're, we're going to let her cry on the way out. Uh, that's going to be the music to your ears on the way out the door. <laughs> mm.